Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Welcome back to the Ambitious Motherhood podcast. I am so excited for you to dive into this episode and listen in on my conversation with Robbie Page. We are talking all things ambitious motherhood, what it looks like to be a mom chasing after her dreams in business and in life and on the home front. And I'm not going to lie, there is a lot of fire in this episode. And I'm excited for you to hear it because there's some truth in this that is just, if you grab a hold of it, going to transform your life and your business. So let me tell you a little bit about Robbie. Robbie Page is a direct sales mogul who has built multiple six and seven figure organizations with her husband, Brian, in different industries. Robbie is the founder and CEO of an ever-growing women's organization, Robbie's Gathering Place, that focuses on helping women grow in the areas of marriage, parenting, business, and spirituality. She has been dubbed the queen of perspective. She mentors hundreds of women on a monthly basis and one-on-one trains business leaders for success. She is a published author, online personality, and social influencer. She is creator of one of the leading online wine communities for women, the Cabernet Crew. Robbie is constantly connecting women to other women in an increasingly disconnected world. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Hey, Robbie, how are you? Hello, Katie. I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Good. I am so excited to talk to you about this. We were just talking a little bit about how heated and fiery we can get about this topic. You know, it's funny. I've got two daughters and we joke that we don't make them any other way than spicy in this Mm -hmm. house. So um, I love a good fire conversation. So I'm so excited to dive into this with you today about balancing our ambition with our roles in life, our household and winning at home, like you just said off air. So will you take a moment and share with everybody who you are, your heart, what you do, and a little bit more about Robbie Page? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. So I'm Robbie Page. I'm 47 years old. I live here in Argyle, Texas. I've been married for 25 years here in December, which is one of the greatest joys of my life. I've been with Brian for 29 years. And so I feel like I've been with him my whole life, you know, because I was just sharing with you, I still feel like I'm 30. And my most prized moment is I, I gave birth and I have raised two incredible champion men. Reagan is 23 and Riley will turn 16 here in a couple of weeks. And then what I've gone on to do is I've led a Bible study ministry in 68 countries. I've made millions in direct sales. I'm the owner of Robbie's Gathering Place. I am passionate about women, obviously, right? That's what we're talking about today. But most importantly, I'm huge in my church and I'm huge in my city and I'm huge wherever I go, you know, so my heart to make an impact outside of my home is just as important to me to make an impact inside of my home. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, so the first thing that stood out to me there was you said champion men. Will you define that for me? What that means to you? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Katie, I know you have smalls, right? You have a six-year-old and a three-year-old. A lot of times as women, we obsess over their current season, whether it's diapers, whether it's a bottle, whether it's kindergarten, whether it's second grade, whether it's youth sports, 
And we lose sight of the fact that our children are only small for a short amount of time. They're only toddlers for two years. They're only that little age for three years. They're only grade school. My goal has always been to raise champion men. And so as I walk through everything I do with my boys, Katie, I think to myself, what's this going to look like when they're married? What's this going to look like when they get a full-time job? What's this going to look like when they walk out in their own calling? Am I raising them to be what they will be for their entire life? And that's an adult, right? When they turn 18, they're an adult until they die. So my goal is always to do that, whether it's, you know, boundaries. I live in a blue world, so it's entering their world, whether it's teaching them how to love a woman, you know, teaching them how to exalt a wife into her own calling, teaching them how to how to be the leader of the home, how to be a, an incredible man. And so I've spent more of my time as a mom studying adult men than I have how to raise little boys. Mm, that is so good. <laughs> I don't have girls. You have girls. I don't have girls. I have boys. <laughs> right. Oh, but it's so true. Like we just want to play to that next, like you said, that next little obstacle potty training kindergarten Mm -hmm. whatever it is but realizing Mm -hmm. that it's more about who we're equipping them to be in those situations and how that's going to carry on towards their right 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 that i always say those kindergarten years and that third grade parent teacher conference is just going to last for a moment yeah so yeah it's it's cool i've how oftentimes the voice that I hear in my head is a byproduct of the voice my parents always told me. Sure. Like my dad always said, you're going to be the CEO of a company one day, not knowing what that would look like. But I was like, yeah, of course I am. Or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But that, that voice we can equip our kids with is so powerful. Right. It is. It is. And I think it's, you know, for my boys, I did a podcast with Reagan called College or Not. So our 23-year-old didn't go to college. But what he did do was walk out what he wanted to do. And so back to your dad speaking over you, you'll be a CEO. You know, one of the things I always tell my boys is you'll be whatever you choose to be, whatever you decide to be, because the world doesn't have that on you. You have that on the world and you've got to decide this is what I see. Now, if you want to be a vet, get yourself to school. (laughs) You know, if you want to be an accountant, you're going to have to go to school. But what do you want to be? So it wasn't that, you know, you don't have to go to college, but you have to know what you want to go do. And so that was really important to us. Yeah. I love that. So take, did you have a business when you started your family? What did life look like when you were in the little phase and how has that evolved over time? Yeah, so I've always been the faux stay-at-home mom. You know, the mom that could stay at home, but really produce at the end of the day. And, you know, I look back, you got to remember, Katie, I'm 47. So I look back, I got married when I was 24. And so I look back on all that. And, and, you know, I've always had those moments. I'm going to let you kind of in some of Brian and I's deepest discussions before is, you know, I've looked back on those moments and I've always said, why can't I just be the stay-at-home mom, you know? And there's been multiple times in my life that Brian has said, hey, babe, you can be. Just be that. And I'm like, no, don't tell me what to do. Like, don't. So I had to find my harmony in that, Katie, in that I wanted to raise my boys. That was super important to me. 
but I also wanted to be a woman who accomplished great and mighty things. One of the things I always talk about is the day that I took all of my dreams, all of my expectations, all of my goals, all of my worth out of Brian's backpack and put him in my own. And it changed how I walked out having littles. I was a real estate agent for a long time. I've sold insurance before. I led a boot camp, you know, back before it was CrossFit and all the other things, it was boot camp. So for 15 years with 50 to 75 women every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and sometimes on Saturday, I've been a leader and super successful in everything that I've done, always keeping in mind that my husband comes first, my children come second, and then what I'm called to do comes third. And so what would it change for me was really being specific with my time. So I'm the, I'm the first one up in the house at 5 a.m. It's important to me that I'm up before everybody, that I make breakfast for my boys, that I am super mom until I drop those kids off at school. Like you can't get a hold of me on the phone. I'm not going to text you back. When I drop them off at school... Then the CEO seven-figure woman, Robbie, kicks in, but not until I drop him off at school. Yeah. And so it frames my day because I'm so passionate about that. You know, and I think having those strong boundaries of when you do these different things, it, it eliminates any kind of guilt. We don't have to talk about mom guilt if, if you clearly know I'm mom here. This is my, this is what I'm working to accomplish. And then when they're at school, I'm turning on the business. I'm turning on this CEO mindset and we are running with our goals right now. There's no guilt for me. Right. For a lot of the women I work with, when we can clearly define who do you want to be? How do you want to operate? And breaking ourselves out of what I call a stay-at-home mom box. I tried to fit myself in that for a while. So can I share with you a lesson that I taught my inner circle? So I think it's a defining lesson for women, Katie, because there's three categories of women. Number one, there's the stay-at-home mom. Beautiful role. But a stay-at-home mom has got to speak like a stay-at-home mom, dream like a stay-at-home mom, and dream board and walk like a stay-at-home mom. A beautiful role. One of my very good friends, that's her role, and she loves it. A part-time mom is someone who has a little gig, right? A little job, something that maybe brings them excitement, right? They're excited to be doing something other than changing diapers, but her role must talk like a part-time mom, dream like a part-time mom, and want like a part-time mom, schedule like a part-time mom. And then you've got the full-time mom, And that's the mom that says from eight to three, I am full-time go. Like I understand time blocking matters. I understand what it looks like to dream to which I'm willing to provide. I understand what my talk and my walk must look like. What do they all three have in common? I'm a mom. Yeah. I am a mom. But where the difference is, Katie, is what you do you know, in your case, your six-year-old's probably at school, but say your three-year-old, when she's napping, it's intentional, right? So it's a huge lesson that I've helped women because a lot of women want to be a stay-at-home mom, but they want to dream and desire like a full-time working mom. And it's not fair to your husband. 
Mm. It is not fair to your husband. So that, that's a very short version of that lesson, but it was one of my favorite things that God had showed me. And I've taught, I rolled that whole thing out. Just yeah. choose your lane, choose your lane and love it. Choose your lane and love it. Oh, that's so good. And now that I'm picturing that as a lane, it just makes complete sense. Yeah. So thank you yeah. for sharing that with me. You're welcome. So let's kind of switch directions into you and Brian, and you guys are both strong personalities, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How have you guys balanced both of these strong personalities, ambitions, dreams, goals? How have you done that with such success? So we're both, if you understand DISC profile, we're both 99% D. My second is I at 96% and his second is C at 90 some odd percent. So the D is great. What is even greater, I remember the guy that, that has trained me so much on DISC. He said, this DISC profile gets divorced. So how have you done what I've done? And I said, because I know my place in my home. So regardless of how ambition I am, ambitious I am, regardless of how successful I've become as a woman, I'm still a wife. I'm a Proverbs 31 wife at the end of the day. I am second to my home and I submit to my husband. And of course, that could be a whole nother podcast because people have a wrong definition of submission, but I don't have to be right. You know, the world is not about me. It's about my husband. It's about my children. And then it's about myself. And so you know, I think that's what keeps us in harmony. I think also what keeps us in harmony is I allow Brian to be the man and I allow Brian to lead. You know, I, I have my places to lead. I don't need to lead in my home. And so when you find your place and your destiny and your calling and you lead there, you're not struggling for the, the rope in the home because Brian comes first and ultimately he makes all the decisions. I love that. And I actually want to kind of push a little bit. Let's go into what you think submission actually means. Sure. I think submission is honor. I, I think submission is honor. You know, it's honoring the roles of a man and a woman. It's honoring the roles of a husband and a wife. You know, I always like to say whatever you learned about the roles of a man and a woman that is false, unlearn it. It's that simple. You know, we live in 2019, Brian and I are super successful, independent people, but so together. We are so one that it's not even funny. And so submission is, I want to talk to Brian first. I want to get his blessing on what I want to do. I want to ask him, what does he think about where I'm going? I want to ask for his permission on things, you know, do you mind if I, what do you think about if I, he fathers our boys. I'm not father. I am mother. And so he fathers our boys and I don't correct him on that. To me, that is submission. That is what that is. Yeah. It's interesting. It's online space that I am in. Uh, women will get on calls with other coaches and I hear it because they come to me and they're like, well, I just need to talk to my husband first. And they say it kind of apologetically. And some of, sometimes they'll caveat with, okay, I know that I should, you know, just make my decisions myself and blah, 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 but I'd like to talk to my husband first. And I love being able to say, please, like yeah. we want, we want his really stamp of approval, support. And I just like to equip the women. I'm like, I just need you to understand, explain what it is that you want to do, have a game plan for how you're going to accomplish that and go to him with that. 
Don't just be like, oh, I want this thing and it costs this much. Can I have it? No, you've got to have a plan. You've got to have outlined really to the point where it's like my husband in the past, when I've invested, he said, well, do you believe in, in that? And do you believe you can do it? And if the answer is yes, he's like, well, I believe in you. So why would we not? So um, I, the one number one role of a man is to make a woman happy. And I think we can choose to take advantage of that or we can honor and cultivate that. And it creates beautiful harmony in a marriage. Yeah. Yeah. So that honor, that respect, it's so not the world, the way the world defines submission. Right. And I don't need to play my husband down and I don't need to step on his head to make myself greater. I believe that we need men. I am not wired to be a man. Thank you, Jesus. I don't want to I don't want to walk out the day of a man. I, when you know what you're called to do, I don't need to be liberated from a man to do it. You know, I, I have a t-shirt that says the future is male and female. And I believe that yes. with my heart. Yeah. Yeah. As a mom of, of girls, I see it a lot where just there's a lot of pushing male bashing and just putting down the men in our world. And I just, I, it irks me. I, my husband and I were at like a, a dinner gala thing. This guy comes up and he's like, oh, you work with, you work with women. So are you like a feminist? And my husband goes, oh no, she has many thoughts. How long do you have to stand here and talk to us? <laughs> right. But that's what our culture is doing. Our culture is saying you don't need a man. Our culture is saying you should take the place of a man. And I think it's out of order. If I can be honest, that may be a controversial comment on your podcast. Sorry, not sorry, right? But I think it's out of order. I think order is respect and order is honor. And favor will always fall on those who honor the king. I truly believe Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, and I'm going to just quote our pastor on this, Stovall Weems. He says, where order is restored, blessing is released. 100%. Believe that. 100%. Yes. Okay, stop what you're doing. Screenshot this episode. It's been fire, right? Okay, and we're not even done yet. So post that screenshot on your Instagram story and tag Robbie Page and myself, Katie Fleming. We cannot wait to connect with you and hear how this message is impacting you. So how have you seen, let's just go through those blessings. How have you seen this unity that you and Brian have really overflow into your life, your business, your kids in just a a really amazing way. So I've seen number one, biblical. I'm glad you said your pastor because I can go there too, right? So I believe biblically it says favor will fall on those who honor the king. So therefore I live wanting favor on all that I do. And so the king for me is different people in different scenarios. And in my home, my king is my husband. And so I want favor on my businesses and we've received that. I want favor on my finances and we've received that. I want favor on my boys. I just got a text today that literally made me cry because God has shown me a vision for Riley. And I got a text today showing me that God's not a liar. And that's favor on my boys. Why? Because I believe that I honor my king at home. And so I think order is... Everything else plays out perfectly, Katie, when you do the right thing, because it's the right thing to do. And so I can tell you it hasn't always been that way. If I can be honest with you, it was 20 years ago that God yanked my chain and said, when you're done being princess, I can put a king in your life and things will change for you because it's not about you and you don't have to always be right. And that was a huge change for me. So over the last 20 years, I submitted to studying men. 
I submitted, my heartbeat is men. I've taught conferences on men. I've taught Bible studies on men. And I've submitted to what that looks like, honoring a dad, honoring the waiter, honoring my husband. And I truly believe that out of that order has come increase in our businesses, you know, in our money, in our peace, in our home, in our boys and watching them walk out incredible champs in everything. In our intimacy, I think, you know, honor goes into the bedroom. You know, it's a whole nother podcast, but um, it's, it's in all things. You can't escape honor. And when you walk out honor, it's going to, it's going to bleed into every single thing. But here, and here's what I'll say to that. More people will wait to look for clues when something tragic happens to their life to try to figure out what happened. Then we'll slow down enough right now to say, I need to look for clues as to what is happening because success will leave clues and so will trauma. Mm. And so when you begin to look for clues, it will always come back to your home and it'll always come back to that root system and it'll always come back to the word every single time. Yeah, Mm, that's so good. So what about the mom that feels like, I'm just too far to even rein it back in? Oh girl, you're never too far. Yeah. Never. Yeah, so... It's a choice on that for me. Yeah. Tell me how she can get back over here. Yeah. Too. So I'll tell you some of the funniest questions I've, I've received was how did you stop disrespecting your husband? I'm like, I just did. <laughs> how did you stop interrupting him? I just said to myself, shut up. Like I literally just joked with my staff. I need to write a book that says, girl, shut up. Right. Like it's truly a choice. We make a choice what to get dressed. We make a choice how to do our hair today. We make instant choices. It's the same if you want to, Katie. When you want to have a, when you have a desire and you want to be the best wife, it happens in an instant. It happens in an instant. You're never too late. You're never too late because here's what I know is that we serve a God with a big dry erase marker, Right. Yes. And so we may have a script on our dry erase board, but we serve a God that will erase it in an instant and watching him make up that time for the destruction that we've, he will reverse it. Let me say this to you, Katie. I just thought about this. I'm not going to cry. I remember when our oldest, he's 23 now when he was, he was probably eight. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he said, I don't ever want to marry a woman like you, mom. Mm -hmm. Mm. That got me. And I thought, something's got to change. And I made a change in an instant. And of course, today, he's like, my wife has got to love you or she's not a part of our family. And she's got to, mom, she's got to be strong like you. And she, just a difference. Yeah. But that got me, right? So I think, again, trauma leaves clues. You got to be ready to listen to it. And in an instant, make a decision. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It comes from that decision. And I think oftentimes we want, we want the result of that decision to be here like yesterday, but it takes time for that rewriting to happen just moment by moment. But it does take an instant to change a behavior, right? Don't we expect that out of our kids? Stop crying. (laughs) Stop crying. Spit that out. You know, we can say that to our children, but we think I need eight weeks to have a forgiving heart. No, it's in an instant. Most people would die for their children, but very few would change. 
Oh, that's good. Say that again. (laughs) Most people would die for their children, but very few will change for their children. Mm, Wow. That is good. So, okay. First question, do you believe in balance? And then in each season, what has that looked like for you? I don't believe in balance. (laughs) (laughs) What is balance, right? What is it? Such a thing as balance. You will know when you're out of balance you know when you're out of balance, right? So balance is a season. My assistant has a two-year-old and a one-year-old and the world would tell her that's out of balance. I'm like, I think that's perfect balance because you have found harmony in it, right? So there was a day Brian worked 100 hours a week and I worked 100 hours a week. I thought that was out of balance, but to the world, that's balance. You got to pay your bills. So I think you've got to find your own balance. Every season brings a different balance, but here's the key. When you are sold out to your direction and you are sold out to exactly what you want to accomplish this year, it will force the changed behavior of time blocking. It will force the changed behavior of uh, hitting the snooze button. It will force the changed behavior of business money producing activities. But unless you know, let let me tell you, Katie, I stand on this till the day I die. Unless you know what you want out of life, you have no balance because we're all just floating in the wind, right? So I I don't believe in balance. I believe in in personal structure is really what I believe in. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, with littles, it's just day to day. They look so different. The world's going to look and say it's crazy. Feel anchored. There's nothing going, nothing wrong. That's right. You know what? If you want to sit and watch Toy Story 4 for five hours, do it. You made dinner and you had dinner with your family. To me, that's, that's balance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think when we just, we look to our, just our, our, our own house is the compass of what rings true and where God wants us to put our focus. We don't have to just, oh my goodness, it eliminates such the whole mom guilt, mom shame conversation. None of it matters if we can just be confident in our, the lane that we're in and what we're called to do. And you know, I think to all of you young moms, Katie, whatever you decide to do, be a hundred percent there. I believe mom guilt and mom shame comes from being divided in a moment. So like I said, if you want to watch Toy Story 4 for three hours, put your phone away and be all there. Because let me tell you something, when you're done watching Toy Story, you think, I have sat there for three hours. I'm done with that. I feel like a great mom. So now I can go get on Facebook or I can go for a walk and be 100% in the walk. I think what happens is we live so divided. We divide our attention so thin that we lay our head down at night and then we have regrets. But I think the regrets, Katie, comes from not giving it your all when you were in the all of the season. Mm, that's good. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I like have nothing to say to that because I was just like one of the mic drop moments. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So take me through some of your your hacks, as we kind of start to wrap this up, take me through some of the things you do on a daily, weekly basis that really takes your business to the next level, but sets up your house for success as well. Yeah, I love that. So I get up every morning early on my own by myself. I do not hit the snooze button. I truly believe that's the devourer of destiny is the snooze button. So I get up, I have my quiet time. I am a Peloton addict. So I choose either the tread or the bike every single day. 
Physical activity is important to me, not just the Peloton, but just being active. I make Riley breakfast every single morning. To me, that's my structure. I get him to school. And then what I do is I time block and I designate my day. I believe in targets and I believe in hitting my targets. So I know, Katie, that whatever I decide to accomplish today, not tomorrow, I don't have regrets from yesterday, today, whatever I decide to accomplish today in my home, making dinner, tidying up, maybe it's going shopping, maybe it's making 150 phone calls, maybe it's going live five times, whatever Robbie decides to accomplish is my goal. And so when I lay my head down at night, I know that I had more check marks than moving of my stuff because I'm addicted to check marks. I don't know if you've heard me say that. <laughs> and so check marks don't always mean I have to make $100,000 today. Check marks could mean that I made dinner. Mm-hmm. Check marks could mean that I got a ride in. Check marks could mean that I called my friend. Check marks could mean that I went to lunch with my sister. Check marks could mean that I made $100,000 today. Whatever it may be, check marks is what matters to me. And I do that every single day. And here's the deal, Katie. If I know that on Friday, I'm going to the lake house and I'm turning my phone off and I turned my phone off and I went to my lake house, guess what that is for me? Three check marks. Three check marks. That's exactly (laughs) right. So I think when we wake, go to bed tonight with tomorrow in mind and begin to write down, what do I want to slay tomorrow? What do I want to slay tomorrow? You, not what the world tells you you should slay. What do you want to slay tomorrow? And you begin to write that down. I do that every day. I've got my list every single day. Sometimes there's five things. Sometimes there's 40 things. But I can tell you what's consistent is what time I get up, being active, breakfast for Riley, getting him to school, businesswoman's turned on. I turn it off. Now he's not home till football from 630 till 630. So I have a long day now. And then I feel great about my day. I I go to bed with peace. Good job, self. That's what I always say. Good job, self. (laughs) I love that. So is that a nighttime ritual that you do where you really write down what you want to do the next day? I do. Every single night I lay in bed and we have a part of our brain right here, Katie. It's really AKA the personal assistant in your brain. Mm -hmm. And in that brain, I will recall my day and I will tell myself, I'm proud of you. Uh, Good job. Way to take your thoughts captive today. Way to be productive. Way to be a mom. You know, way to be an influencer, whatever it may be. And then I lay there and I think, what do I want to accomplish tomorrow? And in my planner, I write down what I want to accomplish tomorrow. I do it every single night. So that way I'm proud of myself today. And then I'm excited about what I will become tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, at the beginning of my journey and when I was 19 or so, my husband and I were in a MLM at the time that was different than the one we're in now, but it was the best personal development ever that we could have had 19 year old. But I remember thinking how weird it is that all these people like say affirmations and they read, think and grow rich and they, you know, all this stuff. And, and then to just to realize the thoughts that I'm thinking and then how that just, you just talk, you said that you, you kind of pump yourself up over the day. I just think it's such a valuable skill that has not been taught to a lot of our generation. And so I think that's well, what happens is a lot of people look for someone else to pump them up and it, Unless you're pumped up yourself, 
we don't believe most of what other people say anyway, which is healthy to some extent. But I put myself up. So anything you say to me is value. It's added value to me. It's not my breath. It's not my IV because I, I already have my IV in my quiet time, in my self affirmations, in my I am statements. So anything that somebody says to me is like, oh, thanks. But yeah, my or even negative things. You, you don't have to be thrown off course by them. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, LOL, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just put so much stock in other people that we can control a lot of our own. Right, right, right. I love it. Well, do you have any other fiery things to share with us before we start to wrap up the end of the episode? Man, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm passionate about women, Katie, like passionate about women. I was put on this planet to inspire, edify, encourage, and connect women in a disconnected world. And I think most importantly, what I would finish this is, is find a group that it will only cheer you forward. That will literally look at you today and say, tell me how you're proud of yourself today. Tell me what did you accomplish today? Because I always say one of these days I will lead a group called the Victor group. And you can only tell me your story and what you've done wrong one time. You can only speak advancement from here and how great you are and how God wired you. And the question is, could you be a part of that group long-term, not just for two months, six months, long-term. So I encourage women to find that group, you know, find where it is that you can plant yourself and grow where the soil is fertile because nothing grows on concrete. Yeah. Yeah. Get planted. Yeah. Well, here's one of the questions I love asking because I love knowing what's on the nightstands of successful people. So tell me what are some good books that you have read lately? And then what's next up for you? Okay. So I have fallen in love with leadership by John Maxwell. It's his brand new book. It's a huge, literally shifting into the decade that we live in and the centuries that we're living in and the timing that we live in and fantastic book. I'm a huge fan of Mastering the Seven Decisions by Andy Andrews. I have read that book over and over and over. One of my favorite books of all time that I gift is called The Noticer by Andy Andrews. That is one of my absolute favorite. And then on a woman level, I think every woman who takes a breath should read For Women Only by Shanti Feldhahn. It's one of my absolute favorite books that I read every year. It's The Inner Workings of a Man. You were just talking about that last night, right? I talked about that. Yeah. 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 I gave some away. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yes. That is actually, where is that? I have it somewhere. I haven't read it though. (laughs) I need to go get it out. Oh girl. I I threw it in the trash a couple of times and literally thought, really sister, this is 20 years ago. Get that out of the trash and read it. And I'm so glad I did. I have taught hundreds of thousands of women on that book now. I'm going to go find it. It was one of those things that was on my mom's bookshelf. And, you know, being an 18 year old who knew I was going to marry a guy I was dating, I was like, oh, let me just take this. And it, I think it's followed me every time we've moved. Well, read, it. read it and let me know what you well. thought about it. Let me know if you threw it in the trash like I did. <laughs> and then let me know what you thought about it. Okay. I will. Well, for right. sure. So share with everyone how they can connect with you, get to know more about Robbie Page and all the amazing things you do and your daily Peloton. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a bit of an addict. I think I've officially sold more bikes and treads in in the Peloton world and I don't even work for them. You would think that it's my company, but I love tribes. I love a group that 
encourages and grows together. And that's really what Peloton is. So Robbie Page, I have a public figure on Facebook. And then of course on Instagram, I'm Robbie Page on there as well. And then www.robbiepage.com will give you connections to all things Robbie, whether it's being a pioneer in the CBD industry, whether it's I'm a coach to thousands of women, whether it's Robbie's Gathering Place, which is a beautiful group of women, some I'm taking to Napa next month. It just, I'm a passionate woman of women. And so anything on RobbiePage.com, you can find out anything you need to find out about me or Facebook or my Instagram. Love it. Thank you so much, Robbie, for joining us and dropping all of these wisdomous nuggets. Thank (laughs) you for having me. I'm honored, Katie. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. If you aren't already subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button so future episodes will land magically in your podcast app. Okay, subscribe. And leave us a review to let us know what you're loving about this show. I am so excited that you have joined this community of other ambitious moms like you.